What's up, everybody? My name is Will. Welcome back to Thoughts That Count. Play my music, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, was that one too many all rights? Anyway, doesn't matter. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for joining me. Now, today, we're going to be talking about vulnerability. That's right. Now, vulnerability is typically seen as a weak or uh, maybe a negative thing, but today we're going to talk about ways in which vulnerability can actually be um, a superpower, honestly, because it's not something that everybody is able to utilize. It's not something that everybody wants to utilize or is comfortable utilizing, but it can be one of the best ways for you to not only grow closer and stronger in your relationships, whether you can grow stronger and more individualized in yourself, right? You know, from like a self-development standpoint. Now, vulnerability can come in many forms. And when I say vulnerability in this episode, I'm talking about anything that's uniquely yourself, right? Maybe some of the stuff that's harder for you to get off your chest, or maybe the things that are harder for you to display to just anybody. So this can be, you know, sharing your art or being your authentic self on social media or, you know, sharing personal insecurities or secrets with a significant other or a close friend. It can be uh, starting a business or starting a podcast, right? I do think that this podcast is a form of vulnerability that I share with you guys. But if you think about the way that society has been crafted and the way that we are, you know, and taught and instructed growing up, typically vulnerability is actually frowned upon, whether it be in relationships where you're fearful that, you know, your partner is going to cheat on you or in the media where, you know, especially recently with this whole Andrew Tate thing, um, masculinity and hyper-masculinity where, you know, any sort of vulnerability or, or weakness is just frowned upon and you can't be weak. Otherwise, that's not very manly or masculine of you. It is consistently pitched to us that vulnerability is weakness or being soft is weak. And that's not even to mention that like all the advertising that is consistently telling us, you know, you're not good enough. You need this product or service to be, you know, an actual person apparently. <laughs> and we really could talk about social media as well. The way that we're constantly pitched, you know, this ideal lifestyle, everybody's making all this money, everybody's traveling the world and uh, everybody has perfect bodies, but you understand all that. And you realize that, you know, this is actually, you know, not reality. But today I want to shift that mindset. Today I want to, you know, encourage you to be more vulnerable in your day-to-day -day life and, you know, find ways to reap the benefits of vulnerability so that you can ultimately be your truest self and have the people in your life that ultimately I want you to be able to be your truest self and experience the level of happiness that comes with being able to be vulnerable with other people and with yourself. Now, before I get too deep into this, I do want to provide a little disclaimer that uh, with vulnerability, there is with vulnerability, there is inherent risk, right? So what I mean by that is obviously if you're vulnerable to the wrong people, then obviously you stand to get hurt. It honestly can be pretty painful if you, you know you share secrets or you share intimate details to the wrong people and they you know, betray that trust. I, I don't seek to be dishonest with you and say that this is a risk-free type of thing and that if you just follow these steps, it'll be grand and dandy. But, but honestly, the people who will take advantage of vulnerability are essentially the weakest type of people because they're the type that takes somebody's trust and they abuse it, whether for their own gain or to put the other person down. I think that that's about as whack as it gets, to be honest. 
So keep that in mind as you, you know, listen to this advice, listen to this podcast and, uh, know that I obviously mean you no harm. I'm only here to help so that you too can experience the level of happiness that comes with vulnerability in the most positive way. And honestly, furthermore, if this does happen to you, say, or it has happened to you in the past where, you know, you've been vulnerable with somebody and men made to feel like you should regret it. Uh, the answer is not to completely close off, you know, put your walls up and try to defend yourself at every corner. Honestly, the best thing that you can do in that situation is to continue to maintain that vulnerability. If you're the type that actually, you know, if you're the type that continues to close off and to, you know, keep those walls up, you may think it's helping you, but it's actually harming you. You're maintaining that level of control that somebody has over you, right? Whether you think, whether you think it's to defend yourself or not, you're still letting that person's actions control your future actions. And not only that, a lot of times it's, it acts as a barrier to you making new relationships, right? Because anybody, we've all been in these relationships where, you know, you can't seem to get close to somebody. You can't seem to get past those walls. They don't want to trust you. They don't want to uh, be very open with you. And they don't want to, you know, confide in you on anything. And those friendships typically are the ones that are not very intimate, are not very close or your best friends per se. And ultimately, I think those relationships end up making people feel a little bit more uncomfortable in that relationship because they're not feeling that openness. They're not feeling that welcome, welcoming feeling. And this is actually a good segue actually into the first bit about relationships. Um, as far as vulnerability goes, in order to reach the level of intimacy that most people seek out of intimate relationships or close relationships or even best friendships, whatever, there has to be a level of vulnerability because obviously it's hard to be close to somebody who's not open and honest and themselves with you and vice versa as well. And I promise you, if you are open, honest, vulnerable, all the you know the whole nine yards, I guarantee you that you will achieve a higher level of happiness in that relationship than you have ever in any other relationship where you won't where you weren't vulnerable. And this is for a few reasons. Number one being that if you are putting up a facade, if you're not being vulnerable, that person is liking a false version of yourself, right? The other side of that is when you are being vulnerable and you are still receiving that love from that person, then you know that that person loves you for you and 100% you. And even when presented with your insecurities or your secrets or your negatives or you know anything bad about you, they still are leading with love and they still love and care for you and want you in, them, in their lives. And you, then they still want you in their lives. So I think that is two reasons right off the top of my head that that vulnerability in relationships is one of the highest or should be one of the highest priorities, you know, behind trust, I think, but that's a whole other episode, right? So let's talk social media and content creation. And even if you don't consider yourself a content creator per se, you still know that, you know, you're posting online and to whatever capacity you're going to have to present yourself in some way. Now I understand why this can be intimidating because, you know, that does take vulnerability as well, but especially if it's to a lot of strangers, but um, the people who are authentically themselves online are the ones that build the influence and are the ones that build the audience because those people are the ones that attract the people who are like them and like that side of them and like the vulnerability and like the authenticity. It's kind of counterintuitive because a lot of times people think, if they're vulnerable, they're going to be made fun of or um, have doubt or judgment cast upon them. When in reality, a lot of times people respect the people who are authentic in themselves. 
I mean, think of your favorite content creator, poster, whatever. They have unique traits about them that they present that are uniquely them. That's what makes them special. And you also have those kind of things inherently within you. You just have to find what those things are, present them, and the results will come. But people think that vulnerability is perhaps weak, but I think the actual issue with vulnerability that people have is the uncertainty. Vulnerability inherently opens the door to uncertainty because you can post yourself in the way that everybody else posts online. You know, if you're doing the same poses, same captions, same trends, whatever, but ultimately you know how that's going to be received. You know that that's safe. But if you post something out there that nobody else has ever posted before, or it's different from everybody else's posts, then you open the door to, I don't know how this is going to be perceived. I don't know how this is going to be accepted, if it is at all. And in general, people are uncomfortable with uncertainty. But over time, you find that um, vulnerability does get easier the more that you practice it. The more that you continue to just be your authentic self and present a vulnerable side of you, the more or the easier it gets. And typically, as with a lot of things, um, it's not it's not actually as bad as it seems, right? You find that things that you're typically afraid of or fearful of are worse in your imagination. And that's that's how my path has been as well with vulnerability is that I don't get the judgment that I thought I was going to get when I'm vulnerable. I don't get the hate that I thought I was going to get when I'm vulnerable. And in fact, I'm actually getting a lot of respect for being me and being my authentic self. But moving on, another one of the pillars of this channel is self-development and you know progressing as a individual and i think that vulnerability is a very very good way to learn about yourself because because when you're vulnerable you see the side of yourself that is typically suppressed when you're not being vulnerable right so you learn about the things that you like you learn about the things that you enjoy and you learn how you like to interact and how you like to carry yourself and how you like to present yourself and you can shift those things based on your experience within them. I have found this most prevalently in the um, development of my personal fashion, right? I just started wearing more rings. I got, got a couple right over here, right? Um, got a nice little snake one too. See that? They're going to do like the little, in this tutorial. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, I found that in the development of, per of my personal fashion, if I were to continue to dress like everybody else or dress very standard or whatever, you know, I wouldn't find anything out about what I truly like. But I mean, I started wearing more jewelry and I started accessorizing more and I found that's a very enjoyable process. And I would only get that by being vulnerable and being my true self. But of course, that's just an example of one of the ways that you can learn about yourself by being more vulnerable in your day-to-day -day life. But I do think that being vulnerable and not suppressing who you really are is the true way to learn more about yourself, be more comfortable in who you are, and find a level of happiness that is unattainable without that level of vulnerability. But that is going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is a bit of self-reflection. Who are you truly? Now, that may take a while to answer, but it shouldn't be a difficult one to answer. Who are you really? Furthermore, how does it change when you're with somebody else or when you're with a group of people? Why does it change? Are these two very similar or very different? And why are you compromising who you are for other people? 
Why does it change at all if it does? And these are things that I want you to think about over the course of your next week as you continue to experiment and test with being more vulnerable in your day-to-day life. I would love to hear about some of the stuff that you guys learn. I would love to hear about um, some of you guys' experience with vulnerability. The good, the bad, the ugly. I would love to hear all that kind of stuff. So leave them down in the comments. But that's going to do it for this episode. I thank you for tuning all the way through. I hope you found something you can add to your life or to the life of somebody around you. Please share this episode so someone else can hear and enjoy as well. You know we're building here. Community. That's right. So subscribe, follow, do all that great stuff. We're making it great. I thank you. Yeah, you. I appreciate you. You for sure. This has been Will Thoughts Account. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for watching that episode. Here's another one for you. I'll hold it up for you because it's pretty heavy. But um, go ahead and check that out. I uh, put a lot of time into that one, and uh, I think that you'll enjoy it. This one I handpicked for you, too. This is just for you. Okay? Yep, that's right. You're special. Okay. Bye. Love you.